Listener discretion has always been advised. I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. This is for masters, this technique. Yes. And sometimes no. But then again, hopefully you understand that ain't a goddamn thing changed in these lands. And I'm still here podcasting. But at the same exact moment, the acknowledgement and understanding on which it is and where it is I sit is this. I'm still the shit, man. I stopped recording for a second because I had to completely take accountability that some people have not had the life experiences it is that I have had. You haven't really walked a mile. Look at your shoes, they're too pretty. Come on, man, I mean, you're not a gangster. Come on, man, you, 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 you're not with this shit. You don't stand on business. What you do is sit on your ass, and as you sit on your ass, you get fed these, this, this, this protein of, of bullshit, of, of scrambled egg theory. And you know where it comes from? The same device that's providing you with the information that I give to you every single time I hit the motherfucking record button. This is the Justice in the Peace podcast. Let's go ahead and dig right in because you know, uh, stop the music. Thanksgiving just happened. And there are parades every single occasion that it is that they want to have a parade. I want to know, can we get a, a, a thank you for giving me head parade? I'm talking about a parade for those bitches who be sucking dick in the back room. And yes, listener discretion is always advised. Use your ears. This podcast is not made for your eyes because your eyes, they're already being used and all of that brain power that it is that you have is already being obtained by your cell phone. So this is hands-free when you fuck with me, hands-free. So just listen. The cell phone is very powerful, very powerful that it has killed the landline, killed the television, killed the computer, killed the clock, killed the camera, killed the radio, killed the flashlight, killed the mirror, killed the newspaper, the magazines, and the books, killed the video game, killed the wallet, killed the desk calendar. Your phone killed all of those things. Guess what it's gonna kill next? Killed the credit card. And the worst part is that it also killed many couples, marriages, killed many families. And little by little it is killing our eyes, killing our cervical spine, killing our sanity, and trying to wipe out the next generation. 
and if we don't watch ourselves, it will kill our souls. But the thing is this, that within itself is the problem, is that a majority of people have professionalized, I don't even know if that's a word, a lot of people have made a profession out of recording themselves and doing stupid things with stupid dances and talking to stupid ass people. <laughs> I have a question about that. If you know anything, you know for a fact that our government does not want to produce people who have free thinking thoughts. They need you to get in line like sheep. Bah. They need you to get in line. They need you to follow orders and understand instructions. And if you don't, that might just make you um, deranged, deplorable, sometimes unrespectable. What is going on? Please tell me. Right? Like, it's past. It's past if you're divided politically. Even, you have to admit, even if you're like, I don't care as long as it's not you know who. Trump. Can I pause that for a second because I just did anyway? Can I point out one thing that most people don't even want to acknowledge because they have so many emotions involved in politics right now, but they're unwilling to give up any of their liberties or freedoms to actually stand on any front line on any belief it is that they say that they believe in. It's easier to hit a like button. It's easier to follow somebody who constantly massages that little feel-good vein, depending on who it is. Um, that you are listening to this podcast, you may or may not understand what it is that I'm saying. But what I'm saying, in, in all clarification, is this. If the only people that it is that you follow are people that you agree with, you have a short sight of knowledge. Because disagreement and the ability to use the language that it took us so long to not only calculate, but to use in the manner in which it is that we use it right now. If you take all of that in, right? If you take all of the stuff that's going in and you forget that you are a individual, you are one within oneself connected to many, but at the same time, 
part of a bigger picture. You're just a small piece of the puzzle. If you can understand that we're all interconnected, then you should have the ability to understand or at least fathom, maybe even construct a mind frame within the mind frame it is that you have that some people won't necessarily agree and go with what it is that you believe in and you want to see happen. Some people can't take that right now. And and the thing that pushes Trump, that propels him so forward is the fact that every single established person who has been in either the House or a committee or something like that, they hate this guy. We just want to know why. They lynch people! I saw the news channels. I saw them saying, Me too. You would just wake up to pee in the middle of the night. He hates Mexicans and he says they're rapists and he hates black people. They had, remember the woman's march? We're gonna march! Here it comes. Listen. Remember that? Remember, there was a woman's march that was all about women. Can you remember that actually happened in our country? Thousands and thousands of women, they got together. They organized. Menstruated probably, too, because you know what happens when you put too many females together. They... They all get on the same cycle. But that's besides the point. What I'm saying is at that point in our period, <laughs> I said it again, in our period of time, we understood what a woman was. So if you understand what a woman is, then you definitely understand the counterpart of what a man is. But right now... Right now, you got to drop the mic because what you say might just hurt somebody's feelings. And the somebodies that we're talking about are people who are less educated than we were when we were three. Listen to me. What is a quarter of a century? What is a quarter of a century? Can you answer that question? Yes, you. Don't look around. What is a quarter of a century? Now, listen to the response that is given on university campus grounds. They're on the grounds of a college. A college, which means these people have obtained either a scholarship or their parents have enough money to push them in a direction that a majority of Americans 
won't be able to be pushed. This is the outcome. What is a quarter of a century? Do you have the answer? Listen. Quarter of a century? What is that like? 250,000 years? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. A decade. A decade? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm thinking really hard about this. Wait a second. Okay. Stop. You're thinking very hard about an answer that is already in the question. How many quarters does it take to make a dollar? It takes four quarters, right? To make a dollar. I have to say right, because that's what a lot of people need verification for, somebody else saying right. <clears throat> if it takes four quarters to make a dollar, what is a quarter of a century? Can, can, can somebody please answer that question? I know it. It's 25 years, you dim, dumb bitch. Quarter of a century? Six and a half hours later. We can go with her answer. <laughs> a decade. Oh my God, bruh. Is it wrong? Is it wrong? <laughs> yes. What is a quarter of a century? See, and these are the same people. And I hate to I hate to even use people and these. But this next generation has been taught that their feelings is more important than history. And if you teach children that their feelings are more important than history, these same exact children will honor the feelings of other people before they actually honor the motherfucking history. And, and right now, I don't even know if you know it. I don't even know if you've taken it all the way in, but you're making a part of history. Every single day that you wake up and you go to your job, every single day that you wake up and you choose to do things, you're creating a history. And all history is, is his story. Why haven't they uh, attacked that word? They're willing to attack men, but they're not willing to attack the value of language unless, only unless, the attack actually goes for the definition of what it is to be a man. And maybe I'm before my time. Maybe many people don't necessarily understand where a majority of my, I wouldn't call it conjecture, goes. But you should definitely understand that if I call you a bitch-ass motherfucker to your face, that signaling means that I don't respect you. And there's a possibility that I... I just may hurt you. So if we cannot respect the simple fact that what they're doing right now 
to, to dishonor manhood, if we cannot accept that right now, in 20 years, there won't be such, there won't be a such thing as manhood. And it might sound kind of like this. I am gender neutral. No, you're not, bitch. So I am not a female, nor am I a male. But do you have a hole or do you have a pole? I would be in between. No, no, no. You can't have a hole and a pole. I mean, you could. I mean, you know, I, I, hey, hey. I piss and I shit. So you could have a pole and a hole. But at the same time, in the same sentence, I can easily describe to you that those two things are in separate places. So right here would be my pronouns. So instead of she or he, you would refer as Z instead of her or him. So we are going to worry about your feelings before we can actually acknowledge and honor the ancestors who stood and stepped before us. We're going to honor your feelings because we don't, we don't want you to go cry in your car like Craig did after he got uppercutted by Debo. You know, that shit is funny until it actually translates into real life. Somebody hit this Punk bitch. You would refer as Zer. Instead of her or his, it would be Zer. Yes, in the back. Uh so I'm I'm sorry, I'm confused. Um are you are you Mr. Darren? Miss Darren? What? No, I am teacher Darren. I'm confused. I'm guess I'm What are you confused about? I'm confused over the whole thing. Why do we have to learn this? Well, because this is how the world is changing now. The world isn't changing. The world is not changing. I need to be the first to say that. The world has never changed. The only thing that has changed inside of the world that it is that we live in is the acceptance of things. At one point in time, if you was a black man, you couldn't date a white woman. And if you was a white man and you were saw with a black woman, she was looked at as your property. See, if you can't acknowledge what happened before you, you believe that what's happening to you is so special that everybody else doesn't need a tip of the hat. They don't need any kind of respect. You, the, they, them, Z, Zer, hers, all that shit is fake. And I dispute it because once you start to create that kind of language, the first thing that it is that you do is you eliminate every single person that stood before you. So the world progresses and we progress with the world. Mm -mm. Yes, in the back. Can, can we just call you by what you look like your pronouns are? No, because that would be disrespectful. Why? So my pronouns are Z, Zer, Zer, Zers, and Zer self. Or you can just call me Teacher Darren. I am gender neutral. Zer self.
So not himself, not herself, but Zer self. I mean, I mean, just just as a person, and I hope that just regular people listen to this podcast, person to person. I want you to completely understand and then identify that there is a group of people who now think that they have the right to tell you that your identity is not valid. I'm not a man anymore in their books. I'm a cisgendered and I I have sisters and I grew up in the 90s, which means I was born in the 80s. If somebody was to call me in the early to late 90s, sis, they would be calling me something disrespectful, something that would hurt my feelings, something that would make me feel like I wasn't doing what it is that I have been doing, should be doing, will be doing, and what it is that I have been working for. So whenever I hear cis anything, I feel I have the right to say faggot. Because that's some faggot ass shit. So is every time I hear somebody say cis anything, I'm going to say faggot. And I don't have no problem with gay people. I think gay people are probably some of the best fucking intellectual minds when it comes to certain things. But at the same time, and I hate using that, I, I hate using that thing that, that at the same time. What, what I'm saying is this. When you can use your mind and you can use all of the knowledge or at least some of the knowledge that it is that you have to combine that with an exterior mind, your thought process becomes more powerful. And that's because you are on a respectful boundary of communication. But when you start to create words that diminish exactly what it is that not only I have worked for, but what it is that I only know as existence is being a protector, sometimes being a provider, but more importantly, being a father, I could never let another man call me sis. What do you I have sisters. I have I have a little brother that's a bitch. So I mean, he's not even a part of this gender this gender neutral bullshit that they're they're pushing, but you have to think about why is it so critical that they think in this point in time that our children need to be fully accepting on whatever it is that people feel like. It it, it used to be about the content of character. It used to be about 
understanding that we were all born into these unique situations and those unique situations provide so so much turmoil that either you stand tall whether you're a whether you're a man or a woman that if you don't overcome those things you instantly fall into failure but if failure is the new culture you have nothing to live up to so i am not a female nor am i a male bitch do you bleed i have to ask bitch do you fucking bleed but hey cops they went that way okay male or female neither they them what? What? That's their pronoun. Who? Okay, so how many were they? Oh my God, one, you idiot. They're non-binary. So does non-binary have a hole or a pole? Uh, we just need to clarify. Yes. Work it out. They who? Who them? I don't know. Where were they? Who's who? Who's who? They got to go. Who's who? They, they them? Or who? We're having pronoun trouble again. They went that way. Okay, male or female? No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I some things I know. Some things I can explain. But some of this shit is completely out of my bounds. And some of this shit that I share with you, you probably haven't even heard. And that's why I share. I share because I care. But most of the time people don't care. They say reckless shit and they bring people into situations that often make the person who said exactly what the fuck it is that they said think twice. We ain't finna talk to Ted. Let's talk to Dane. Why would you put a kid in a room behind a desk when the sun is out for their whole entire childhood? Not put them in front of water or ocean or anything that inspires them. Dim lights. If you notice, schools, jails, and hospitals all look exactly the same. Why wouldn't it be in something inspiring? because it's a program to keep us controlled. When you have to have order of masses, you have to have them all doing the same thing so you can know what they're doing, you can monetize what they're doing, you know how they're doing it. At a very early age, I was like, yo, all this shit y'all teaching me, none of it makes me think I'm number one. It would make me, if I believe that y'all are teaching me, that I'm number two, that I could never be a boss. They never teach us how to pass laws and lobby and be politicians, and that's the only way to make change. It has to be strategic. When a cycle continues over and over again without change, it's either insanity or it's intentional. Somebody, somebody is running the system, but it's probably not you. You have been given some authority inside of your mind to think that if you follow a vast amount of people, that you are part of a program. And to one extent, you are, but at the same time, you sound stupid. I mean, what is that? To where we're, we're just going to completely diminish exactly, you know, what, what's a man and, and what's business and what's hatred. When you start to do that, I'm not going to to hold you, I, I believe that's what the new generation says. I'm not gonna hold you. But one thing 
that will constantly keep a man at peace is a good woman. And most good women, they're feminine. I don't like just bad bitches. Like, you got to be bad and feminine. I like a bitch fold clothes, run my water. Ooh, Bootsy. Cook, iron my clothes. You do that, you got me. <laughs> oh, bitch, you got me. You treat me like my mama. I like a feminine woman. I don't See, now that right there is something else. Let's listen together. Like no bitch, get fresh and just get fresh, look in the mirror like me and ready to go. I like a bitch coming that bitch in and put a wet towel on my head. You know what I'm saying? I like a feminine woman. It's nothing like a feminine woman. Ain't nothing at all in this world like a feminine woman. See, you got these bitches who is willing to treat their bosses, willing to treat their co-workers, willing to actually take <clears throat> under examination that the people that they work with, the people that they work for are much more valuable than the people that they actually fuck with. And once you start to scramble those eggs, I promise you, the person who's cooking them, you don't give a fuck about your taste buds. That's why you got salt and pepper on the table where the eggs is delivered. The only thing that the person who is making those eggs cares about is the same thing that you woke up and sacrificed or is sacrificing your time for right now. What somebody else thinks about you. What somebody else is willing to pay you hourly but if you only understood that life within itself was priceless you might just approach your job a little bit differently i mean and, and it, it's it's getting so weird right now and there's so many things to talk about but and this right here is some asshole shit but I can't record without acknowledging that over the weekend, the money, the money, it started talking to people. You see, Puff Daddy, he had that thing that he had going on with Cassie, right? Now, I, truthfully, I cannot say that I do not fully care, but... I can fully say that I don't care. In order to make the amount of money that it is that these entertainers are making and not have the ability to strengthen or uplift your community, you must assign some papers. It looks like some of those papers that some of these people have signed I don't know if they went into default. I don't know if if time has elapsed to where the NDA is not any longer viable. But over this Thanksgiving weekend, over several high-ranking celebrities have been indicted on sexual charges. And it 
all links back to Diddy in some kind of way. Just listen, okay? Music mogul, L.A. Reid. I don't know if you know who L.A. Reid is. If you are of my age and you understand my page, L.A. Reid produced some of the best music of my generation. Whitney Houston, Babyface, uh, I believe Aaron Hall. I mean, the list, it's it goes on and on and on. But music mogul, L.A. Reid, he was sued over sexual assault. And then former ESPN host and NFL player Marcellus Wiley, he was accused. And then an unnamed woman filed a lawsuit against the famous Interscope executive and co-founder, Jimmy Iovine. And then, and then, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Jamie Motherfucking Fox faces sexual assault from 2015. All of these things dropped at the same exact time. And that time falls within correlation of Diddy giving Cassie over $30 million to shut the fuck up. So I... I can't say that there is a um, it's a conspiracy because I wasn't in none of those rooms and it may sound harsh and it may sound blunt, but I don't know what those ladies did to get in those rooms. I also do not know what those ladies would be willing to do to stay in the presence of celebrity. The only thing that it is that I do know is that right now, if you got some money and you said, hey, bitch, you might get sued. I mean, you, 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 you just might get sued. It, it's just a reality that most people, they, they don't want to take into facts into a factor. But most factors, they're built off of experience. You can't tell me that the person who did one plus one equals two didn't go through nothing. He had to go through something. And usually when you do go through things, you're willing to share not only your testimony, but your experience about the things that it is that you've went through. I've been through a lot of things in my life, had a lot of motherfucking experiences. One thing that I have never experienced is what you're about to listen to on this next clip. And it has to do with your siblings. You have a disagreement. My wife made amends with all her family before she passed. She didn't have to do that. But it was important to do that because what is really important? You're pissed off because someone didn't call you or didn't, wasn't there for a birthday or a holiday. Who cares? Who cares? What you should care about is the love of your family. But make sure that you don't. If you have if you have differences, settle them today. You'll feel better. It'll make you feel better. It'll make them feel better. It's medicine. Just love your loved ones. And make sure you do that. I'm going to hold on to every memory I have, and I'm so blessed for it. I just miss it tremendously. I wish I could. This 
is a clip about a man who was on a plane. And and I don't know if it's, it's plane mates. I don't know if that's terminology. I don't even know if that's a word. But I know that the fellow passengers who he shared this plane with, they were arguing. And he just buried his wife. He was just thinking about all of the experiences that touched his soul. And he felt like sharing that. And I respect it. I believe it's all true to a certain extent. You see, I have family members also. I have family members who only specialize in trying to find a way to hurt me, in trying to find a way to diminish every single goal it is that I have accomplished because in order for them to feel strong, what they need is someone to point out that's weak. And I've already, to myself, I had to prove exactly how strong it was when I created this podcast. And knowing what it is that I acknowledge right now, I have no problem with saying, fuck your family members. If they can't love you and respect you the way that it is that you feel you need to be loved and respected, you need to flush them. Fuck them. Because at the end of the day, most of the people who still look down their nose and wag their finger, they have internal problems going on also. They'll never broadcast them to you because the last thing that it is that they would want you to do is treat them the exact same way that it is that they are treating you. And if you cannot understand nor acknowledge that, who's the stupid person? Over the last week, over the last couple of weeks, a lot of stuff happens. A lot of stuff at least has happened to me. I lost my godmother who always treated me with, with, with nothing but exceptional, caring, exceptional kind of understanding because that's the only thing that you can do when you're dealing with the child that comes from the situation it is that I come from. I lost her. And after I lost her, I had the opportunity to link with family members on that side of the field that I had not spoken to in so long that I felt like I wasn't doing right until I got a call from my bitch-ass little brother. And I hate to bring my personal shit onto this podcast, but it needs to be said. I have a little brother who has always been 
a little itty bitty sorry ass bitch. He's always been this way. And and no matter how much I forgiving, no matter no matter how much it is that whatever it is that he's going on, I have shown my love and appreciation for him being in my life. He goes out of his way to share bad news. And maybe it was the wrong time. Maybe it was the wrong day. Or maybe I just recognized that actually what you're not trying to do is inform me about things that you know would hurt me. What you're actually doing is trying to find a way to put yourself on a podium and a position to where it is that you think you can dictate or just passively try to tell your punk ass story. My thing is this though, um, no matter what it is that many people have said to me to try to um, hurt my feelings, I have to acknowledge that with my ability to easily discard how it is that you think and how it is that you feel, I do give a fuck about the same individuals who went through the same shit that I went through and I still cannot understand why you only call me with bad news. So when my brother called me, I had to tell him, don't call me, don't text me, because I will hurt you. And that's the name of this podcast. This one in particular, I will hurt you. If you think that you can't be challenged, I will hurt you. If you think you want to fight me, I will hurt you. If you think for one second that you could stand on any ground with me and intellectually have a conversation, I will hurt you. I'm not talking about just physicality anymore. What I am talking about is mind state, mental capacity, and not only that, a track record of being able to do what it is that most motherfuckers don't even have the courage to do. And that's just be me. And it's always just been me. And that's why my name is Just Us. Yeah, a little applause for that. I don't need a big one. But at the same time, I mean, you know, what hurt? What hurts me, it, it, it may not even affect you. You may not even think about it. You may not even care about a majority of the subject matter that it is that I choose to discuss on this platform, but I do believe that for future historical reference, you can always come back to me for a unbiased opinion. You can always come back to me for something that is different than the normal narrative that they push.
kind of like this. Kim Kardashian. GQ named Kim Kardashian man of the year. Are you joking? GQ. The Guy magazine gave Kim Kardashian the porn star. I don't know why we just don't say this bitch is a porn star. And and no disrespect to Kanye's kids or, or none of that shit. But she's a porn star. She's only famous because she sucked a famous nigga's dick. And he ain't even that famous. Ray J is famous amongst groupie bitches that come from the 90s. Maybe the early 2000s, too. But Ray J, he's not Brandy famous. He damn show ain't Tank famous. He showing the fuck ain't Jodeci fan. He's not one singer fan. Ray J is just, he's just Ray J. You the bitch who sucked his dick on camera. And not only that, every single person that you have been with has had either a slow demise or a fast descend into darkness. But this is who we're going to put on the cover of GQ. Think about that. A men's magazine. And not only that, she is man of the motherfucking year. Okay, it's Rob, not a joke. Video, no, that's got to be a joke. No, Rob, can you put Kim Kardashian man of the year? Like, you can't make this up. Well, as the old saying goes, you are what you eat. Pussy. Pussy, pussy. Nothing, nothing's wrong with, 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 with eating, you know, pussy, unless you're Michael Douglas. <laughs> no disrespect. I love Michael Douglas, but man, Catherine Zeta, she got that, uh, she got that throat pussy. And, and uh, when I say throat pussy, I ain't talking about like, you know, you could stick the thing in the throat. <coughs> but. He did get throat cancer after eating that pussy, but uh, anyway, let me segue into this. Like I was saying earlier, the this new nutrition of information that it is that they're pushing upon our kids got our kids thinking that they lived a hard life. Like you have a hard existence. If you have the ability to listen to my podcast right now, you are millions of miles away from what it was or how it was that my childhood was. So you cannot identify with anybody from my generation. And I fully accept that. I fully understand that. What you don't understand is one thing that I understand is that I would never openly go out of my way to make it seem genuine in disrespecting who it was that not only raised me, but brought me into the world. And no matter what decision it is that I make with my life, this same person might be obligated to bury me. Let's go to this bunk shit. I'm not honor thy mother and thy father. Bitch, you ain't honor me. You ain't honor me. If you was in my goddamn face, I'll rock your shit, bitch. Ooh, and ooh. you know I'm with this shit. You know I'm 
talking about I, uh, any mother would do this. What mother? I stayed quiet for six motherfucking years, boy. I stayed quiet. I wonder what did she stay quiet about? I have questions. Why? All of a sudden now come out and say something. Why? Why? What? Why? Why would I say something? Because you know them motherfucking private conversations that me and you had. Can we can we listen, please? I I want to know. The devil is a motherfucking lie. You the devil is the truth. I hate hearing people say that the devil is a lie. No, the the, the, the devil is the truth. You see, the devil is truth, just like that drainage that you hear in the background. You see, in order in order for things to work. How it is that I grew up is is that there is usually a good and a bad and a gray line where most people cannot decipher the in-betweens. And I don't even know who the fuck Bunk Game is. I hope he has a, a, a very successful career and I hope he sells a million or a trillion fucking records. But if... Selling those records includes you going out of the way or out of your way to disrespect your mother. I just can't fuck with you. And I can't. And when I hear not only the passion in her voice, but the hurt. Like, you don't even know what I gave up to give you what it is that you got. So how in the fuck do you think that you could put yourself in a position to judge me when you didn't have shit. You a devil in disguise, you motherfucking snake. You a snake-ass bitch, boy. Be careful who you have children with. Like father, like son, baby. Full throttle. Full motherfucking throttle. Lying ass, you a goddamn woman beater. You a goddamn woman beater like your motherfucking father. Boy, you ain't shit, nigga. Just the way I should have swallowed your ass. I should have motherfucking swallowed you and tried again with the next one. Damn ass lad. You don't honor me. You don't honor shit, bitch. That's why your ass gonna suffer. Everything you do to me is gonna come back on you. Oh, he ain't never seen the color purple, baby. Did you ever show him the color purple? I gave you life, bitch. Keep playing. Keep playing with me. If you was in my face, boy, what happened now? If you was in my face, I'd rock your motherfucking shit, boy. And you know I would. I'm with the shit. I'm with this shit. That's, that's another thing. It's funny how the younger generation says that they wish and they, they, they think our generation was so authentic and so all, all true. To, 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 to so many different things, right? They understand it. They accept it. But at the same time, why do you feel so comfortable feeling like it is that you have the right to disrespect such of a great nation? Because truthfully, our generation is probably one of the strongest 80s babies, the 80s kids, the 70s and 80s kids, 
is the best, no matter what. All that crying and shit y'all be doing about your shoes and about your haircuts and about how a bitch broke your heart and all this old punk shit, you will learn to get over it just like we had to learn to get over it. The only problem is that you subject yourself to harmful information that only contemporarily makes you feel good. And once that is called out to you, you are unwilling to even accept true knowledge. You ain't want that. So you, what do you do? You get on the internet or you get on your text messages and you start to talk shit. Man, I don't have shit to lose. I don't have shit to motherfucking lose. That's you that have the shit to lose. Not Simona. Not Simona. Simona don't have shit to lose by telling the truth. What? Lying ass motherfucking boy. Boy, you, I've been a fighter my whole life, baby. I've been a fighter my whole life. I had to fucking fight. Pop shit. Have my stick with me. Would do that shit. Pull up on the motherfucker in a minute. I'm with that shit, baby. But I had mercy on you because you was my child. Now it's no mercy. No surrender. No retreat. None. No mercy for the mercy less, baby. Yeah, you want it? You want to talk? I'm going to keep talking. And I'm going to keep saying. And I'm going to keep going. You's a bitch, motherfucking boy. There ain't no goddamn way I would ever lie on my mother and father and drag this shit. And you got, you come out honor thy mother and thy father. Honor what? Honor what? Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. And that's all I can tell you. This has already been an hour long of this shit. Maybe you get a two-piece. Maybe you won't. We'll see exactly how everybody reacts to this shit. But when I say fuck you, I definitely mean that shit from the top, middle, and bottom of my heart. Fuck you. To all you fake motherfuckers who thought that you could catch any kind of clout fucking with me, fuck you. To everybody who thought that you can extend your arm of hurt just to twist things up in my life, fuck you. And not only that, if I am 80 years old and I'm listening to this, hey, Justice, fuck you. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. You already know what to do. Like, rate, subscribe, share if you care. Every single one of these episodes is recorded in one sitting. There is no go-backs, no re-records, and I do not take episodes down, you motherfucking clowns. I mean, do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Try not to hurt anybody else in the process. Do not become a redistribution service of hurt and pain for your personal pleasure and gain. And last, definitely... Not least, every single one of these podcasts is dedicated to the life, love, legacy, and the memory of my mother, Paige. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. And I ain't gonna stop searching until my eyelids close permanently. Once again, my name is Justice, and this is The Peace. <laughs>